There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's Groundhog Day. Uh, it's the morning sickness. The 134th. Is this a 134th Day. Groundhog Day. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. His little head came out of the ground. Uh, <laughs> Brett Fesley and Big Dick Toledo. Off we go uh, for Groundhog Day. 134 years in a row, we've had this weird tradition of pulling the groundhog out. And probably 134 years ago, it had merit. Like they actually thought this was some type of real thing to base crops and stuff off of. And now everybody's like, why do we st- why why do we do this? Why is this There's nothing else to do in Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah, well, Punxsutawney is <laughs> snowed in almost every year and they have that party. And the only reason we all know about the party is the movie. Nobody knew what Punxsutawney was. A very that would be a Jeopardy question if it wasn't for that movie. Like where does the ground I don't know. What's the the city's Punxsutawney because Bill Murray put it on the map. Well he saw a shadow. Today. No, oh, it's already over? Oh, the little yeah. prick came out already? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's almost eight there. Yeah. yeah. Or it is. I don't know what time it is there. Six more weeks of winter here in really? Arizona. Yeah, well, and it, and it applies to the entire nation because th- 134 years ago they thought that a shadow in Punxsutawney dictated the entire country's weather. It's the stupidest thing we do, but it continues on because it keeps Punxsutawney alive. Would you ever, I mean, that's when you know you're officially out of ideas for vacations for the family. When you go to Punxsutawney and it isn't Groundhog Day. This is where it is because you can visit him all year. And I don't know what that thing does the rest of the year. He's a groundhog. There, I don't know what they do anyway, let and how alone many, special how magic many ones. How many fills have there been <laughs> yeah, in the 134 years? Is there any training? I mean, this is, this is as bad as being a life coach. Punxsutawney Phil is a life coach. That's <laughs> essentially what his qualifications are the exact same thing as a person who calls himself a motivational speaker or a life coach. You happen to... Uh, stumble into some real estate and make a ton of money, all of a sudden people are like, how did you do it? Tell me the secret. So now you're a life coach. Punks, Tony, Phil, don't know how you did it, but you're the exact same thing. There's nothing different. It's weird. I was telling the boys before we got on the air about my uh, my new love on Monday nights, which is used to be The Bachelor, but I'm bored with that. But right after The Bachelor, that good doctor show comes on about that uh, mental doctor. He's got super spectrum doctor and he's the worst doctor ever and no one ever says a thing and last night they had the good doctor try to have phone sex on his computer with his girlfriend because COVID-19 made it so he was afraid to go see her because she was exposed to this but seen people and so they were way over the top with how to handle COVID-19 way over the top so he's on the thing and this is how bad this show is is that the good doctor who is just uh, Stephen Hawking without the chair and he, and he gets in the thing, and his girlfriend's like, we should probably have. He goes, I miss the sex. I miss it so much. And you're like, all right, calm down. This is what usually leads to somebody masturbating at a playground, this kind of chatter. And then so she's like, we could do it on the, am I going to masturbate while you masturbate? I'm like, yes. And I'm like, how is no one <laughs> laughing hysterically at this drama? On t- am I the only one? Because millions have dealt oh, with this. Hilarious. And then so she's like, so... Tell me what you want to do. I want to have sex. Like, yeah, but what do you want to do to me? Or what are you doing right now? I'm staring at you on my computer. And I'm like, this guy went to doctor school. Like, he's a medical 
super surgeon, but he doesn't understand the nuance of phone sex. He understands sex and all this, but he doesn't. And so he starts going. She goes, all right, what would you like to do? And this girl's cute. She could have any doctor in the hospital. What would you like to do to me? And he goes, but what if we have COVID-19 and we start doing And she's like, you can't. This is not how you catch it. I'm not really there. Oh. And I'm like, he's a doctor. He doesn't know how to go through <laughs> computers. You can't transmit. And I'm, I'm on the floor like a cartoon character holding my tummy, laughing at the fact that this is a dramatic moment and one of the worst shows I've ever watched on TV. I'm going to play with your lady on my Nora. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. He would know all the parts of a vagina. That's his expertise. He's the rain man of bodies. I want to have sex. And I'm like, oh, man, this is great stuff. One of the worst television shows that's ever, and it's four or five years now it's been on. And it's so funny. I'm telling you, if you need a laugh through COVID, there's nothing. Since The Office, there's been no comedy on TV better. Maybe Arrested Development, The Office, The Good Doctor. All three are the top comedies in the history of the 2000s because it is funny. Not a single person on the planet would sit in a room worried that their lungs are collapsing and dying from COVID-19 and have a doctor come and go, you have COVID-19, you're going to die, goodbye, and he leaves. It's like Borat without the accent, <laughs> and, nobody, and everybody goes, oh, my God. They take his diagnosis like it's terrible. No one would deal with it, and it, I die It's the laughing. new house. House was just <clears throat> weird. They're like, how can we take it to the next level? And the thing with house was people were like, who's this asshole? And he oh, just yeah. stand there and he goes, I'm abrasive. just telling you like yeah. it is. Like you're an, it, that's all he was, was yeah. abrasive and uncaring. And, and the whole show was based on he's brilliant, but his bedside manner is so bad nobody wants to hear from him. And he'd solve mysteries. Oh, yeah. The good doctor doesn't solve mysteries. He Best freaks, use of uh, flip charts. Oh, the good doctor freaks out if someone uses the wrong countertop or cabinet. No, 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 no. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. You don't want that performing surgery on you but yet they want us to believe that anything's i think that's my beef with society is telling everyone anything's possible god that's some terrible does he step into the uh patient's room and turn the light on five times no that's ocd that's not spectrum brady that's different well that's all on the spectrum if you had a doctor that did that you'd be like no i can't be in a room unless i do this first and then i have to wash my feet and then you have to wash your hand like okay get me a get me a doctor that isn't this well, I'm a good doctor. You're a lunatic. I don't. I'm. It's. I'm paying. So no. If I had a. If I had a server, at a restaurant that had to put the plate down and pick it up eight times, I'd be like, all right, get me a server that doesn't do any of this bull. You're not cut out for this. Worst advice you can give your kid, Brady. You can be anything you want. No, she can't. She can't. Know your limits is the best advice ever. Know them. Go to doctor school. Write some books. But you can't be a surgeon. And also flip out when somebody puts breadcrumbs on the wrong counter. Ah, uh, oh, uh, uh, no, no, no. And he lose. I'm like, this is not a stable individual. I don't want to scalpel in this dude. Is this, is his girlfriend, is she on the spectrum? or no. she, she's totally smoking normal. Hot. Really? And the What's best, she doing with him? Oh, the best thing about this comedy is, is that great. each uh, – yeah, <laughs> She is the love of my life and I care for her so <clears> – I miss the sex. He said that about nine times yesterday. I was like, all right. It's like – it would be like if you had a 13-year-old. And uh, it's a, I can imagine like a uh, – not 13 now because those kids know what they're doing. So like an 8-year-old who kind of knew what sex was and like a 30-year-old on the other line of the computer going, here, let me walk you through this. Because that's how it felt yesterday. It was like hilarious. Like big? The Tom exactly. Hanks when they tried to hump and big. Yeah. And he doesn't know. It's exactly that except for this guy. Is, is, it's weird. So, uh, so yeah, the sex thing is just a riot. But it's – again, you just would never, ever, 
ever have this person be your doctor. But it's the funniest show on TV. There's no question. And if you want to do it. And next week, the preview for next week is some other lady comes in and she sits down in a room. And all of a sudden he's like, I have my shoes on the wrong feet. And I don't know if that's his line, but that's what I heard. And then she goes, hmm, who's this devilish go-getting physician? Uh-oh. And all the other doctors there are single, insanely handsome. They look the part, but but the one that stares at ceiling tiles, I don't know how to tie things. Ooh, and, the, and then he goes, and then he goes, I'm having feelings I'm not sure how to deal with. Because he starts to get a little bonered up for this new lady. And she goes, she reaches over and rubs his cheek and goes in for a big old French kiss. And then his eyes are up in the air. And I'm like, this guy scores all the women. And so I did text Larry McFeely last night. And I'm like, you got to take some pointers from the good doctor. <laughs> and we watched that through text together. Just, I'm like, I've introduced you to the funniest show on TV. It is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. And if you know anybody that's like, that show is so dramatic. It's a deal breaker as friends. You have to eliminate them as friends. You would never allow this kind of doctor behavior ever. People would, you know, dying. You will die today. Goodbye. And he leaves the room. You're like, all right, speak and spell. Go get me somebody with some compassion and and try to walk through this. It's so good. If the pandemic wasn't going on, the COVID thing, we'd have a watching party someplace. We should Zoom watch it. Oh, (laughs) uh, yeah. When the season finale hits, we're going. We'll get one together. We'll go to like a Hooters or something and have all the TVs on the good doctor. And all the regulars will come in and go, what's going on? Welcome to Hooters. Everybody has to act like the good doctor and talk like him. Oh, it's hysterical. But it is that that moment of like anything's possible. Nobody would tolerate it. Everybody, I don't care how woke you are. A doctor comes in and starts shouting your diagnosis at you with zero compassion. That's part of being a doctor is some bedside manner and some, you know, even when it is like dire news, you handle it nicely. So was He's there a conclusion last night, or is it a continuing oh, it's episode? A, it's, oh, no, it's because dramatic. Every week, it? Yeah. every week is you know, tied to the week before. They have, you know, each episode has some uh, patients that come and go. There hasn't been a relations. cliffhanging ending? His storyline hangs. But, like, the people that come in, it's, it's like Quincy. Quincy always – well, Quincy he, was more episodic. But, like, you know, uh, ER had patients come and go, yeah. but the love lives of the doctors. Imagine now one of the doctors – is mental on ER, and he's barely alive, like like socially. But he's scoring chicks like crazy. If George Clooney was Rain Man and a doctor, this is what it is because it's ER Rain Man, and it's hilarious. I'm telling you, you are missing out if you don't give this thing a chance. How is he pulling all his ass? Yeah, he, it's it's insane. You said there's hot, he's there's a good looking doctor. doctor dudes on there. All and, the all the and guys all chicks go for him. Yeah, and they all just can't ten or get twelve him Omar Epps walking through. <laughs> oh. the, there's an Asian Omar Epps. There's a gay Omar Epps. There's a there's all of them. All the doctors except for the main doctor who's older. Uh, is it's just the funniest show on TV. It is so funny. It's not meant to be at all. But I'm I, when he had phone sex on that computer last night, uh, or uh, you know, I, I, virtual sex. I was I was in stitches. I, I needed a doctor. I was laughing so damn hard. The good doctor Mondays nine o'clock on ABC. And the best part is you get those promos with that Channel 15 Steve Irvin who pops on. Is your water bill too high? <laughs> right right in the middle of the thing, this guy starts shouting out like a cartoon his character. Golden teases. Yeah, yeah, his teases are great. Find out why you might be paying for feces. <laughs> what? I'm watching the news tonight. What is he talking about? Hamstrings. Do we need them? <laughs> I think so, but I'm going to watch. Amber Alert for Chucky. Right. Ow! My hammy! Find out tonight at 10. What? He hurt himself. (laughs) That that guy kills me. 
And it's always some dramatic headline. Speaking of dramatic, I don't know if you guys watched the news. Did you see the thing yesterday where the guy uh, in Avondale called the refrigerator repairman to come to his house? And uh, the guy shows up at his house, and then um, all of a sudden the news is like – and he's, then, then he's standing in front of the NAACP with a bunch of guys in suits going, racism. And I'm like, well, what happened? He got his camera out. He and the refrigerator repairman got in such an argument that he went and got a stick out of his garage, and, and he had a camera with him. And then the first thing you hear the refrigerator repairman say is, I'm going to beat you like a slave. And then he goes, what? And he holds his giant stick in the air. And then he's saying, how bad can refrigerator repair go between customer and guy fixing it <laughs> that, that this happened? You know, I, yeah, and now it's on the news. Take the refrigerator or whatever in, in five different rooms. It no, was, move it, it over here. It no, was, move over here. It, that's a mover. This is the yeah. guy who came in and he said, I don't to know. repair it. He said, oh, I don't gotcha. know if this is uh, uh, covered by your home warranty. Essentially, oh. the story is they got into an argument on whether or not it's covered. And then it ends with, I'm going to beat you like a slave. And he's got a huge pipe in his hand, and he's filming it. I'm like, I've never had a repair situation go so poorly. Wow. Like if a guy says, this isn't covered, I'd be like, ah, I'm going to call my warranty place. I'm gonna find, and so we'll wait. That's the dangers of the repair people because they are basically – you know, No, the warranty companies sub it out to these oh, sure. companies, and they take the brunt of it. But he doesn't know. The, the, repairman, the repairman doesn't know. Exactly. But That's you can't leave, as a but repairman. People are pissed at the. You can't leave room. a building telling somebody you're going to beat them like a slave, no matter how poorly you got treated about the refrigeration repair. You can't do it. And and it works every time, John. I got does. my appliances that is, fixed. That is, that is true. <laughs> Well, that's the repair. Like, I can understand the homeowner telling the guy he's going to beat him like <laughs> oh, yeah. a slave until he fixes my fridge. But I've never had a guy in my house look Reverse at me and go, it around. I can't fix this and it's not covered. If you've got a problem like that, I am going to f- you up. I'm like, what <laughs> happened here? You're here to fix my fridge and we're, we're in a, now I'm standing in front of the NAACP. How does that escalate to that? All was, over the $85 check that you have to cut or $100 right. for the home warranty. <laughs> right. And I know. Times are tight for a lot of folks, but you called the refrigerator repairman. He came over, told you it's expensive. Some refrigerator, like unless it's a Viking range, and I said Avondale, it's yeah. not. No, I never even heard of Vikings other than the <laughs> right. TV show yeah. <laughs> and the football team. That's about it. Yeah, Viking range, they think, comes with Fran Tarkin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Fran Tarkington made this. It's a Viking stove. No, it's you put a picture of Fran Tarkington on this GE. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I laugh because I'm like, I don't think I've I've had some issues with guys who I didn't care for coming in telling me, yeah, this piece of garbage got. And I'm like, it's not that broken. I know that for sure. So I've told them, all right, well, I'll then don't touch it and we'll move on because it's a business transaction. But I've never. The best is when the home warranty uh, basically tells you, you know, you, you, you write that check no matter what. It's a. Uh, Whatever, eighty five hundred dollars yeah. for them to come over, and then to let you know that you know what, it, yeah, it's broken, but yeah, uh, we're not covering. It. No, no, I would then say you got to call them. I'd say the best is when the repairman's on the phone with the home warranty company and hangs up and says, "They say it's not covered, yeah. and if you have a problem with it, I'm going to beat you like a slave." <laughs> <laughs> what? What the home warranty said? What? I'll be right back. I'm going to get a pipe and fight you. Give me my check. Instead, he's going get out of the house, and then calling the company and saying the guy told me he's going to beat me like a slave. I happen to be an African-American. He's fired, right? But no, the dude goes and calls Channel 3, gets the NAACP involved, and wants him arrested. So Gary Harper showed up uh, and well, made Gary everything Harper, better or what? Well, that would have been great if Gary Harper <laughs> got there.
Oh, it was hilarious. Like everything I saw from nine o'clock till about eleven last night had me laughing my ass off. I was dying. Like, how dramatic can you make a situation? I understand you're pissed off. If if I was a black guy and somebody's like, going to beat you like a slave, I'd be pretty mad. But I'd be mad at that guy. Right. And, I'd want and him it's fired. interesting that it's the repairman. But what are you going to the the NAACP and having Channel Three and all these things show up for this weird incident that happened at your home? I, I understand. And he wants to bash the whole company. The company didn't know that was going to do that. If he's got, they fire him. It's over, right? You don't. Why are you? He's not going to go to the police. Make it. He did go to the police. He went to all of it. Called the cops. Once I'm arrested, gets the NAACP involved. The company's now all over the news, and I'm and like, he's got Jesus. it on film. So and he's got the la- He's got the part where he says, "I'm going to beat you like a slave." We don't know what happened before that. Yeah, we know that he went, and he's got a five foot pipe stick, like you'd see it in the shadow, and he's waving it around like one of the sand people from. St- he's got that <laughs> thing in his hand. I gotta find this. Buddy. Oh, it's Channel Three. It's right. it's yeah. You're gonna love it because this is right down your alley of of wildly uncomfortable moments in life. So yeah, that'll be interesting because technically he has the weapon. Don't know. Don't care. I just want to know how a repairman versus homeowner gets to that level. Someone I, I, someone started off on a you know having a bad day. Okay, true, true. We're gonna chalk. We're gonna tick that box. <laughs> but then after. But don't don't people have the what an asshole mentality anymore and just turn it off? Why drag all that drama in? Well, I mean, you call the company and maybe get into it with them a little bit. Maybe call the news and say the company's not doing anything about it. And I have it on tape. This guy called me names and stuff. But you're right. Like, you went and got a stick. No matter how bad this got, you kick him out of the house. He can call you any name in the book he wants. He's gonna. You, you, you've got that on tape. And then you just have him fire and you move on. You've got now it's a race riot and this weird battle between good and evil and like no it's just an asshole. We have to get back to those days where some asshole came to your house, you got into an argument with an asshole, you called his boss and you said you brought you sent over a just a giant douche to my house and I have it on tape of him calling me a slave. I expect something to be done. You hang up and you call another refrigerator. His his fridge. The bottom line is his fridge is still broken. That's really what what it comes down to. The whole purpose of this is to get a fridge fixed. Did he still pay for his $85 service call <laughs> right, or what? Get the, well, that's probably <laughs> what he was pissed off about. But again, for $100, slavery, uh, pipes, pipe-hitting people, it, <laughs> you've got real issues that just could have just been resolved with a get out of my Maybe house. the company they sent it. Thanks for calling White American Apparel. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks repair. for calling Aryan Refrigerator Repair. Can I help you? White, pot, white Pride Repair. Uh, <clears throat> I thought White was your last name. I really I didn't think you meant it. Silver Lake Appliance. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Idaho Ridge Refrigeration Repair, man. Oh, God. You mean this. Furman Repair. Uh, okay. So it's just strange. And I, you know, I find it, I find it, I'm kind of like you, Brett. I find that See? stuff to be, oh, I've always done it. <laughs> I've just never celebrated it like you. Well, you laugh at life's foibles of this kind of stuff. People losing their you mind. Gotta have fun. Because it's Enjoy fun. It, yes. it really is to just sit back and go, A, I'm glad this isn't me. And B, this could have been resolved so much easier. Oh, yeah. So When's the last sides. time you lost your mind, Brett? <laughs> like I said, putting IKEA furniture together. But as far as like name calling and stuff, no. It never. Uh, yeah. Who cares? And, just tell you, somebody like, to If you're themselves. lost in traffic or something in your car, or you make a wrong turn, you just. Uh, oh, no, I'd lose you, it then, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Oh, I, in the car, I've yeah. said every. If you can't imagine what I say to people in the car, oh, and yeah. I'm not alone. So I don't. I've, yep. I have no problem. If there's anybody out there that's sensitive to what I, I, every every racial slur, every cuss word, made up cuss words, everything, and I'm not aiming it at anything other than the the license plate. I don't even see what's in the car. It, it could be a child. I'll call it a dumb old man, and then I'll go down like because I just assume what's in the car is something I'm going to try to be angry at. And it's just, it's Tourette syndrome. I, I develop the worst case. And I'm not alone. Everybody does it. So boo-hoo if you're sitting there going, that's terrible, you lose it. Get, you know, shut up. Everybody and, and has a And for the most moment. part, you keep it in the car. I don't ever, people, I don't go outside of the car with that. somehow stepped into the outside where they just, <laughs> mine ends there right some away. People that, yeah, yeah, some people that the boundary doesn't end. Like mine is clean. Like when I'm in, in in my car, I say the worst things in the world to other people on the road. Oh, yeah. Like again, it's Tourette's. Right. But when that door opens, I'm like, I can get your ass handed to you if you start calling people the c word that much and mean it with that kind of anger and venom. And I would never do that to a person's face unless I would never do that to a person's face. By that point, we're fighting. If I'm that mad, and I just don't feel like that's going to happen. I don't. I'm, I'm an adult. Adults don't fisty fight. To solve differences. Now, I fly off the handle, but then I'm over it like really quick. I Same. mean, Matthias cracks up because she'll be on the phone with me and I'll be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so anyway, you know, it's just yeah. I'm right back into the conversation. Yeah. Mine always starts with, look at this guy. And then, ah, uh, here we go. This pile of mother. And it's just on. And I, But it's it feels turn, good. Turn, turn, And I think you're right. <laughs> yep, if I, I, if I didn't say yep. anything, I would boil. Oh, yeah. And then it would like follow me out of the car. We all have it. We all have the road rage incidents that we say terrible stuff that if you ever were recorded. Oh, man. People would be standing in front of all sorts of groups saying, this guy's got to go. He's got to leave society. Kirby, earmuffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about having them in the car. You teach kids the wrong thing. Hilarious. So, you know, uh, if you have a repairman and you find it getting a little heated, <laughs> which I don't know how that – I don't know how that happens. I've had some really – I've had a talk with one of uh, my contractors before. Where I walked in the room and I said, you need to shut up. What? I'm like, I'm in the house. You need to be quiet because you're, you're, A, you're in here by yourself, but I can hear everything you're saying. And you're saying horrible stuff about my house, about me, about everything, about people that aren't here, about people you work. I don't want to hear it. And he, I'm in hours. And then I looked over and there was another guy in there. And I'm like, I didn't even know he was here because all you do is just bitch for hours. And I went in there, and he's like, yeah, we got a problem. Call my boss. And I did. And the boss shows up, and the first thing he says is, what the f- what's wrong with you? Shut up. The guy's right. <laughs> he's like, if the homeowner says shut up, shut up. And I'm like, and I open the door, and he goes, I got him calling me on a Saturday morning at 7 because you won't shut up. And I'm like, look, I just told him to keep it to himself. That's it. If he needs to say stuff, that's fine. But I did, it never escalated to a fight. And if it did, I'd have gone, you need to go. And if you wouldn't leave, I call the police. But I'm not going to fist fight a contract worker. <laughs> I just don't know how it gets to that, especially a refrigerator repairman. I always think this poor bastard doesn't want to be here. That guy that came and cleaned my lines for the keg. Yeah. I, I, like I thought of that. I'm like, that's the last worker I've had in my home. We're in masks. We're t- and he's like, you want to test out a beer with me? And I'm like, sure. So we throw a beer together. I actually had a beer with the last guy that worked on something in my house before he left. And then he sat there for 10 minutes. I'm like, you should probably just go, oh, I can handle my beer. And I'm like, yeah, but it's probably bad to hop into a car. So we sat and chatted Well, he had a soda. <laughs> I'm not the most social guy in the world, but it never once went to like racism and 
balled up fists and I'll be in the garage getting a giant pipe because just in case I need to hit you. It seems like things could could calm down a little bit. But I, I had an opportunity. I mean, it was <laughs> to fight yeah, a guy the summer before. No, to have real appliance rage. It was when the AC went out in the summer. Oh, sure. Oh, okay, and the okay. warranty company came over. <clears throat> and the guy basically said, look, here's how it's going to go. <laughs> I'm a subcontractor of this warranty company. Right. And your part is way over what I can get approved to repair. They're going to turn it down. Right. What do you mean? You, you need a compressor. Right. They won't approve that. They'll get you. Like, How's it work? You're going to have to complain. Yeah. You have to call them three times, and then uh, he goes, don't worry. They're going to say, no, no, no. Then they'll come back with negotiations. At any point in this conversation, did you go, you know what? You're on. Like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It doesn't need to go there. Yeah. Because well, you kept your cool in a conversation with Because somebody. I couldn't blame it on him. He goes, my hands are tied now, and if I could get out of this representing this. Yeah, he and didn't I like end his up company. Checking out the company, and they have – like 44,000 complaints on them. Oh, it was good in the first two years. And he goes, they all do the same thing. Get a bunch yeah, but of people. The, that, that happens with everybody. It does. It, I, I have no and idea how that's Years ago, I had the same thing. But you have to make, you have to compl- complain. and then they Can you ever imagine it. any situation, Brady, where <clears throat> no one's been touched and you had a broken air conditioner and then 20 minutes later you're standing in front of City Hall with the mayor and the news saying what, how your refrigeration repair went poorly? That's what I'm. That's what I get. No, I, I knocked I the know. guy out. Yeah, yeah. Van. He right. didn't see it. He yes, took right, right when he turned his back. He's still trying to get out from that carpet roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, and I feel for all people who have to visit homes and deal with the general public on their turf because that's immediately upsetting. But yeah, but he's fired, right? That guy's fired. The other guy it's can gotta just be calm the f down. Advanced, yeah. now manager. Oh. You, it depends on the company. But well, if he's at Aryan Refrigeration, he would be, but, you know. I mean, most of the time you just have to get in your car and whisper, I was going to beat his ass like a slave. <laughs> like, you can't shout that. hundred bucks, dude, on your next call, no matter who it is. <laughs> Say you're going to beat him up. Really? Yeah, I'll give you $100 if you beat up the next customer. Really? What's the worst that could happen? It's not like you're going to stand in front of, like, a, a town hall meeting with a bunch of uh, city uh, uh, leaders. Yeah, you're right. hundred bucks. It's a deal. Throwing that you're going to beat him like a slave? Another hundred. <laughs> All right, man. That's cool. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but the video is great and quite hilarious because all I'm thinking of is what happened before that camera started rolling. This got crazy. This got out of hand quickly. And next guy that comes to my house, I know how to get a discount. And, and I will say this. You go to those kind of lengths, you're getting your fridge fixed for free. Because either that company's coming back with a decent employee that's just going to fix it, or some other company is going to step up for the good press and get your fridge fixed. So if you want to play the race card and pick a fight with the, the guy that comes to your house, this isn't a bad way to get you know a three hundred dollar repair. I just don't think it's worth it. Well, I think he could have gotten it, the repair done by showing the recording to the company or playing it. That's what I'm saying, there, yeah. You're getting Directly it for free. Done. You're getting it free immediately. Yeah. All this doesn't need to be. But I'm. But I. Hey, look. Overreacting America. I thank you. You make my nights fantastic. When I'm trying to unwind, I watch the news and I'm like, everybody's lost their mind. There isn't a single person that can handle anything by themselves without calling the NAACP or the FBI or the cops or Homeland Security. It's a. <clears throat> it's a bad. It's a bad refrigerator that caused this. I think it's great. Keep it up, Looney Tunes.
Uh, it's six twelve. Let's get a wake up song uh, and scream it together. Five eight five nine eight hundred. Give it to us, good and strong. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up. Station identification. K-U-P-D. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station.